The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, hope you're managing to stay cool on this Tuesday afternoon. I'm Jalen Nye. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. We have lots to get to today. A reminder that heat warning remains in effect. The temperature getting up 30, 31 degrees this afternoon. That humidex making it feel like a 35 or 36. So if you can find a nice, cool place to chill out, that would be a great idea. If not, if you're out there working in it, uh, remember to take some breaks and keep hydrated. Uh, lots coming on the show today. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk to this woman out of Ontario who has created a petition. Uh, she wants to put an end to people complaining to police about Amber Alerts. You remember this story? Uh, a couple of Amber Alerts in Ontario recently, and people are calling nine one one to complain. She thinks people should be fined for that. So we'll talk to Dalia Monticelli just after three o'clock. We'll talk to uh, a local woman who has uh, made it big on a new Netflix series after 3.30 plus. We have more uh, Edmonton, um, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the Folk, uh, not the Folk Festival, the Big Food Festival. You know the one down in Harlock Park. I've got tickets to give away to that uh, today, plus another pair, a four-pack of tickets to give away to the Edmonton Eskimos. But right now, we need to talk about this. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ah, yes, the need, the need for speed today. It is Alberta Matters. Uh, we're focusing on photo radar today. And I know that this is a hot button topic for a lot of you just mentioning it. You get all hot under the collar. Do you support it? Are you against it? Let me know at 6.30, um, A campaign promise by the Alberta NDP to change photo radar rules may actually, may actually continue under the UCP. Doug Vassen has an in-depth look as part of, yes, Global Alberta's Matters Photo Radar Series. It's one of the most controversial policing practices in the province. Photo radar will never win a popularity contest, but it may be the one thing the NDP and the Conservatives and almost everyone else can agree on, the need for change. I just think it makes uh, no sense at all. It's a license to steal. It's useful because you have to watch, right? You turn around and it's like there's a speed limit for a reason, right? Everybody that's got a ticket almost doesn't like photo radar. Uh, on the other hand, some people think it's uh, it's a tax on bad driving. So it depends. You know, there's a variety of viewpoints, but uh, uh, I, th- I think what most people universally think is the purpose of photo radar should be for safety and not revenue generation. New Transportation Minister Rick McIver thinks his predecessor Brian Mason got it right when in February he vowed to humanely put down the cash cow, immediately banning it in transition zones. In June, after the Conservatives came to power, McIver followed through on Mason's plan by banning photo radar on multi-lane high-speed roadways without a documented traffic safety concern and by forcing municipalities to post locations. By March, municipalities will also have to use better reporting to show the government photo radar is being used for the right reasons. It won't be implemented unless we do it. So uh, my intention is to do it and again to watch and learn and, and then see whether that's the place we want to land or whether some other change will be made in the future. 
Doug Vason, Global News. The right reasons, and that is the big question. A lot of people calling it, of course, a cash cow. Others saying it does. It does uh, reduce collisions and injuries. In fact, if you go to the City of Edmonton website and you go to uh, Photo Radar, uh, the question, does photo, and hor- and, uh, does photo enforcement reduce collisions and injuries? Um, according to a study from the University of Alberta conducted uh, in two- 2014, um, the study of the impact of that automated mobile speed enforcement on the frequency and severity of different types of motor vehicle collisions on Edmonton roadways, the study showed there were significant reductions in all collision severities and types as described below. Severe collisions, a reduction of 32%. Property damage only collisions, a reduction of 28.7%. Total collisions, reduction of 27%. Speed-related property damage on collisions, a reduction of 27.3% and speed-related collisions, a reduction of 26.7%. Now, I know there has been uh, other uh, studies since then and uh, calling into question that. want to let you know that last year in the city of Edmonton, 378,000, 678,000, no, photo radar tickets have been given out. That was last year. My first guest this afternoon, we're going to call him John today. John received four, maybe five of those tickets last year. Hi, John. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us this afternoon. So in front of you, John, you have a pile of photo radar tickets like I've not seen before. Well, thank you. (laughs) Nobody sets out to collect them, but I've amassed them over the years and I haven't thrown them out. You haven't thrown them out. So how many have you received over the years? Photo radar, um, maybe 20, 30. 20, 30? Maybe more. 40? Maybe more? Maybe more. Okay, so, and you pay them. Yes. You pay them, and uh, we were talking just before we went on air this afternoon. You said, you know, you have a clean speeding, or you have a clean uh, driver's abstract because... These don't have an impact on them, right? No, they don't. They don't impact your insurance. They don't go onto your driver's record. So, you know, essentially, it's a tax on the poor. If you can afford to speed, you can speed. Um, I could afford to speed at one point, <laughs> and I did. And you did. Now, so did photo radar slow you down, or did the ability to pay the ticket slow you down? Photo radar slows me down at 133rd Street and Stony Plain Road. It slows me down on 107th Ave, just west of 124th. <laughs> and I get tickets when they surprise me. Mm. So I have less money now. I can afford it less. Um, I'm older. I'm a little less arrogant. Um, so, Were you a fast driver? Always. Always a fast driver from when you were a a teen, when you first got your license? Yeah. I said earlier that I started driving manual transmission, small cars, Volkswagens. Volkswagen Beetles don't like 50 kilometers an hour. (laughs) You're either whining it out in second gear or bogging it out in third. Okay. So you tend to dump it in third, and Mm. now you're doing 60 maybe 65 mm-hmm. next thing you know you're doing 70 mm-hmm. so that 
sort of became the modus operandi. I, I know there's a lot of folks out there that say photo radar does not work. It does not give you an immediate jolt that says slow down like a police officer pulling you over or even those flashing signs that say too fast, too fast, whatever it is. I know for me, when I, and I have been adamant about this, uh, much to the chagrin of many of my listeners, and I'm going to get lit up on the text line any minute now, I'm of the belief of, you know, don't speed and you won't get a ticket. Um, and I will say this, I did get a ticket recently. I did get a photo radar ticket. I'm like, okay, I paid it and off we went. It didn't uh, didn't get me hot under the collar. Obviously, I was going uh, over whatever it was in, uh, in, in, in that area. But I, again, I'm one of these people that think, okay, don't speed then. If you don't well, want to pay a ticket, don't speed. And do the crime, you pay the time. That's right. You know, um, driving here... There are a lot of people doing 40 kilometers an hour around this town, regardless. Mm -hmm. People who will not drive over 50, no matter what the speed limit Mm -hmm. is. Um, So I think it has had an impact. You know, certainly when I'm driving, well, I don't know if that's photo radar. I noticed the last time I was on the highway, everybody's doing 100, not 120. Yeah. You know, so I do think it does have an impact. But again, it impacts your wallet. Yes. I think that if there were demerits and it impacted your insurance long term, you wouldn't find people with $120,000 cars getting caught doing 220 Mm. kilometers an hour. Uh Uh That's how you're feeling about it. So the 40, uh, 30, 40 speeding tickets you have in front of you, it's interesting because when you look at um, this list of tickets issued through the mobile automated enforcement is what they call it on the city of Edmonton site. Range of exceeded uh, speed limit, uh, one to five over the speed limit. Since 2015, they say that they have um, put out no tickets from one to five kilometers over. I know as soon as I say that, people are going to start texting saying, yeah, no, I did receive one of them. A Crown prosecutor will drop a ticket that's only three kilometers into the limit. Uh, Six to ten over the speed limit last year alone, almost, uh, well, over 39,000 11 to 15 over the speed limit seems to kind of be the the the, the money spot. maker that's the sweet spot right there at 181,000 uh, as I round these uh, up or down uh, 16 to 20 over the speed limit 108,000 tickets handed out and these are photo radar tickets 21 to 50 over the speed limit 48,000 48,000. Wow. So, um, and again, 20 to me is is one, you know, 20, 50 is more of the extreme to me. I can see, I think probably a lot of us at some point in our life have done 20 over the speed limit. Yeah. Right? I don't know how many of us would regularly or think about doing 50 over the speed limit. Uh, but 50 plus over the speed limit last year, 220 tickets were uh, were mailed out. Out of 300,000? Out of 378,000. That's not a lot. That's not a lot, yeah. So in your mind, again, you're one of these guys, you get the tickets, they show up, you pay for them. Well, you go. I'll go to court. You will go to court. How well, many times have you gone to court? Um, back in the day, when, uh, the old courthouse, all you had to do was walk in and ask, and they would automatically drop it one demerit and one payment mm. segment. Um, Justice of the Peace is quite a reasonable person, I find. Um, 
I had a ticket. Mind you, this was for riding my bicycle on the sidewalk. <laughs> um, I put it off three times. And by the time I finally arrived at court, officer was deceased. Oh, my so goodness. So they dropped the charge. Oh, my goodness. Um, another, if you are at a... Um, at a radar trap mm -hmm. with officers there, uh, both officers are required to mm. show up at the court case. I had one case where the officer came up to me in court and said my partner had to uh, run his kid to the hospital, so I will drop it one demerit in one bracket mm. if you want to plead. Or we can wait and see if my partner shows up in time, <laughs> in which case you'll go down. And what happened? Uh, his partner didn't make it. We were walking, the officer and I, no art feelings, we were walking out together, walking down the street, and his par partner was running oh, gosh. to the courthouse. He waved him off. Forget it, we lost. So here's the thing, John. You need to have the time to do that as well, though. Yeah, definitely. You know? You know I worked midnights. Okay. Uh, a lot of my speeding was done late, late at night. You know, um, I'm almost used to, I spent 20 years working night crew. Okay. So I go to work at 11.30 p.m. Mm. So I'm not, I'm used to having the streets to myself yeah. to a large extent. And it is and it is a little bit easier to do it uh, than when you don't have to deal with all the rest of the traffic and you just kind of, you know, put it on kind of autopilot and just go. I have lost such faith in Edmonton's drivers in the last 10 years. <laughs> I was flying down 111th few years back must pass this guy he didn't like it i'm in my hyundai he's in his bmw took him eight blocks to catch me mm. and now he wants to rally race yeah he pulled a move in front of me that almost killed me mm. a guy in a van and mm. himself mm. and i don't trust edmonton's drivers anymore John, I, I think I asked, I can't remember if I asked you this on Sorry. the air or off the air, but uh, when we talked about, you know, that sweet spot of, you know, where where a lot of the tickets were being handed out and you see in the city of Edmonton, it's in that uh, 11 to 15 over. Was that kind of where yours was? Most A of lot them. of them? Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually 60, 65, and a 50. When's your most recent one? Um, last one, what was that about? What did you get me for? I can't remember. <laughs> I got mine was about 12 over uh, a couple oh, of months ago. I went through a, a, a brand new photo um, red light at mm. uh, Stony at 156th mm -hmm. Street. Um, the woman at the courthouse actually recommended that I go talk to the justice of the peace. We're not too busy today and you'll save yourself a lot really? of money. Um, I went in, you know. Hey, I just didn't notice. Okay, how about 200 bucks and... Off we go. Off so we go. overall, overall, how many dollars? How much money oh. has this cost you over the years? Thousands, if not 10 or 20,000. Really? Yeah. John joining us in studio this afternoon. He's a, he's a local man who's accumu uh, accumulated dozens of photo radar tickets over the years. He has them in front of us right here. There's, uh, there's stacks of them. Can I have one thing? Of course. That I wanted to put in that it, it struck me later in life that, um, you know, a lot of this is arrogance, <laughs> problems with authority, mm. things like that. But there's also something of an element of white privilege in my attitude towards driving mm. that I've said for years if I was a little native kid I had been in jail years mm. ago I've you see yeah 60 tickets sitting here I've never been cuffed 
I've never had my head banged mm. into the door. I've never even been put in the back seat of the car. You know, and I wasn't always pleasant with the officer that pulled me over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ah, what are they going to do to me? Yeah. What are they going to do to me? Between photo radar and getting pulled over again, John telling you his story and the thousands of dollars he's paid in speeding tickets. We're talking photo radar today as a part of Alberta Matters. A quick break here. Some of your comments when we return. John, you got three tickets in one day? One day. Three tickets in one day. Yeah, I was working for a little meat company out in Sherwood Park, and um, the faster I got done, <laughs> I could go sit in the park for the rest of the afternoon. He wasn't expecting me back till 5 o'clock. Oh. So they, they got me in front of Eagle Pontiac, and I knew about that one. Mm-hmm. Look, the cop, cop pulled me over. He says, you looked me right in the eye, and then you stomped on it. Mm. I thought you were running from me. Mm. And I'm like, I looked right at him, didn't see him. I got another one in Fort Saskatchewan going up over the hill. And uh, then I got one way out, white, somewhere weird in Whitemont Freeway yeah, in the yeah. southeast end. All in one day. I just, I, okay, I'm done with this job. Done for this one for a while. <laughs> yeah. Okay, in the end, photo radar didn't teach you to, or didn't teach you necessarily to slow down, but it taught you to be more aware of the locations. Yeah, you know, you, it, most people, I think, tend to drive the same routes day after day mm-hmm. after day. Mm-hmm. You get one ticket and you go, okay, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. Um, when I moved to the place I'm at now, I got the ticket on 133rd and Stony, and I was looking at the photo. I actually went back mm. and looked. Oh, he must. Okay, he's sitting there in the yeah. service road. So uh. once you know where they are and what they are, you know, it can be a steep and expensive learning curve. John, want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for sharing your experience with Photo Radar as we continue this afternoon. Alberta Matters is Photo Radar working. Let me know at 630. 630. Um, safe on the roads there, John. Thank you very much for having me, and can we play Red Bear Cheddar now? (laughs) We can try.